Welcome to episode number 43 of Take Him With You, the podcast that's spiritual, not religious. Today is the Thanksgiving special. That's right, we're going to give thanks. And when I say we, I mean all sorts of listeners from all over the world. What up in the morning when I wake up, even before I fill my coffee cup, I said, thank you, thank you. If I looked at the day and the hours ahead And before I moved forward I bowed my head and said Thank you, oh I said thank you What if I looked at my life in a different way Took a little more time to stop and pray I know it would change all the moments in between So here I go Well, everybody, welcome. I'm Rick Moyer. It's November 22nd, 2009, the Thanksgiving special on Take Him With You. Oh, man, you're going to love it today. We got so many great comments from listeners from all over the world, plus some special things in music. You're going to love it. Stay tuned. Starting Thanksgiving weekend and going all through December, join me for the Scrooge Diaries right here on Take Him With You. We'll do the audio drama called A Christmas Carol, starring all sorts of friends from all over the world. Plus, I'll be talking about the different attitudes that Scrooge had and how all of us have a little bit of Scrooge inside of us. How can we make the holiday more bright? Well, you'll have to uh, download and take a listen. Here's a little example of the audio drama that you can look forward to. Master Scrooge, Master Scrooge. What is it, Cratchit? Can't you see I'm busy? Well, so what will she do? What will who do? The woman you evicted. What will she do on such short notice? Her husband is dead and she can't... That's none of my business, Cratchit. And none of yours either. It's her own fault that she's poor. Let her suffer the consequences. If you're so concerned, why don't you give her a place to stay? <laughs> Well, I would if I could, sir, but there's just enough room for my family. And it's so cold this time of year. Oh, leave me alone, Cratchit, and get back to work. Yes, sir, but... Sir, is it okay if I take the day off? Around 3pm. It is Christmas Eve. Nonsense, Cratchit. I pay you to work, not to enjoy frivolous holidays like Christmas. Money, 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 money. (laughs) Now I love to count my money. Money, 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 money. <laughs> you know, it really isn't funny. Ebenezer, you are a wicked man. Jacob Marley, you are an illusion. Leave me alone. You are dead. Ebenezer, I know what happened. What do you mean? You know what happened? Ebenezer, the poison you gave me. The poison. Oh! No, this can't be real. So you can see we have quite a bit of fun coming up, 
And uh, like I said, I got people from all over the world, from England and from Texas and you name it. We got them and they're uh, playing parts in the audio drama. And I think you'll really enjoy it called A Christmas Carol during the Scrooge Diaries on Take Him With You. Please join me starting on Sunday, November 29th, going through December 2009, right here on Take Him With You. Help me with my coat. Good old Mr. Scrooge and a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas? Bah, humbug. I'll be glad when it's all over. That all starts, by the way, um, coming up next weekend. So get ready for that. The production's been going well, and I think you're really, really going to enjoy the entire audio drama. We're going to uh, put it into four different parts, I believe, is what I'm trying to do. And then a little bit towards Christmas, we'll have the whole thing put together as a whole download. So you can burn a CD of it, take it to your family, and give it to your friends and everything for a nice Christmas surprise. Very fun exciting and i just want to say thanks to all those folks out there that uh listeners that have contributed to the podcast via their voice talents and that's been really awesome to uh, be able to edit everybody in together and uh, we've had actors from all over the place and even got my neighbor kids to come over and do some of the lines and had a really great time with it so i think you're really really going to enjoy this project uh, with all sorts of great music in it and uh, some fun uh well a little twist on the christmas carol story so i think you'll really enjoy it that all starts next weekend on the 29th of November, 2009. Hey, Rick, it's Kenny from California. Uh, I'm also a co-host on Knights of the Guild podcast. I just thought I would call in and let you know what I am most thankful for. Um, I think the obvious answer that a lot of people will say will be friends and family, but it's very true. Uh, I am so thankful for the friends and family that I have and it's hard these days because life just gets so hectic that you you take advantage of having these people around. You don't I don't think you appreciate them as much as you should uh, until something happens. Recently my father had a heart attack and you know tons of things go through your head and you're like did you know what's the last time I saw him and what did we say and you know, it's just life gets so, so crazy and it's so easy to just call them up and say, hi, how's it going? Or, you know, go out to lunch with a friend or send an email just thinking about you. You know, simple things and it, they take two seconds to do. It's just so hard to, to constantly do that and life just gets away. And next thing you know, it's been two, three weeks, you know, since you've talked to your parents or since you've seen this friend. And, you know, I mean, I know true friendship will endure and, you know, you can go months without seeing someone and then you see them again and it's like you no time has passed. And that's great. But I know for me personally, I just need to try to appreciate what I have. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just so thankful for my friends and family. I couldn't imagine my life without any of them in it. I mean, every single person in my life is important to me for a specific reason. So um, that's what I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving. Thanks, Rick. Thank you, Kenny. You know, you are such a great friend, and I enjoy... I have have enjoyed the last three years getting to know you through the Trex and Sci-Fi Forum, and now we're just friends, and we talk all the time, and just I, I don't know what life would be without you now. So thank you for being a great friend, Kenny, not only to uh, Amy and I, but uh, to so many others. 
and of course to the podcast. It's always fun when you send in comments, and I love it when we interact and talk about the different subjects that we've been or that I've been covering and stuff. It's really, really a lot of fun. So thank you. Oh, by the way, uh, if you want to, um, I've never done this before uh, over uh, a podcast, but I thought it might be kind of cool. Uh, for those of you that um, are believers in God and you're listening, um, I'm going to do a little thing at the very end where we're going to actually take communion together. Now, I know some people say, well, well that's kind of weird, and, and maybe you maybe you believe in God, but you've never taken communion. I'll explain what it means and everything, but but if you do me a favor, find a piece of bread, doesn't have to be huge, and uh, get a glass of uh, juice or a little wine or whatever you want to do. You can you can use just about anything. It's just a representation. Um, but get that ready for the end of the podcast. If you're out jogging or whatever, obviously you can do you can rewind and do it uh, when you get home or or if you're on your commute or anything. People won't know what you're doing. You can you know grab a. <laughs> Twinkie and a Pepsi. I don't know. I know some people think that's sacrilegious, but it's not. I'm, I, and I'll explain a little bit later what it means um, to take communion. It's all about really being thankful for what Jesus has done for us. And so I'll explain that a little bit later, and we'll actually take communion together at the end of this program. So stick around for that, and uh, it would be very cool if you uh, would take the time just to remember what, what God has done for you. And uh, we've, hey, why don't we play a cool song and then uh, we'll play some more comments. On the Take Him With You Thanksgiving special. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 and Colossians 3, 17. Thanks 
Rick, it's Jen, your friend and co-host of the Anomaly Podcast. I'm calling to tell you what I'm thankful for. First of all, I'm thankful that I have a microphone to record this because I tried calling your Google Voice line and I kept getting some guy named George. I don't know if I was transposing some numbers or if you sent me the wrong phone number. Anyway, I'm sorry, George, if you're listening, I won't call you again. Uh, number one on the list of my very long list of uh, reasons I'm thankful is my salvation. My husband, my my parents who love each other very much and have given me something to pattern my own marriage after. My siblings, who I'm very close to and I love very much. I'm very thankful that God has blessed me with a healthy body. I'm thankful that I was born in a country where I'm free. I'm thankful for those men and women who constantly put themselves in harm's way for my rights and privileges as an American citizen. I'm thankful for my job. I know there are a lot of people out there who don't have jobs, and I need to remember that every time I complain about whatever task that I have to do that's boring and mundane, which isn't all the time, but it happens sometimes. Um, I'm very thankful for my friends. My best friend is Jesus, and a close second would be Dave and my mom, but Angela, my co-host from the Anomaly podcast, is my BFF, and I'm proud to count you among my friends, Rick. Thanks for doing this podcast. You're a good man and an inspiration and encouragement. Thank you. That's very, very nice of you, and uh, Amy and I appreciate you as well, and you've been a blast to get to know over the years. And it's been fun. You and Dave have been such a great support to Amy and I as we've done Take Him With You, and we really appreciate you. Oh, this is so fun. Isn't it fun to be thankful? That This is such a great program because we get to talk about so many really cool things um, like this right here. Hi, Rick. This is Dan in the UK. I've always loved the concept of your podcast, and this, this series on being thankful is no exception. You are so right when you say that being thankful is directly related to your attitude and happiness. Listening to your show, it made me realize that I don't take the time to list what I am thankful for on a regular basis, but when I do, the results speak for themselves. I'd like to thank you, Rick, for giving me the opportunity to do this right now. I am thankful for my wonderful wife and children, the focus of my life. No matter what life throws at you, it's all forgotten when you go home to be with your family. I'm thankful for the luxuries and opportunities I have access to that many others do not. Times are hard everywhere, but sometimes you have to stop and think that many others are a lot worse off than you. I am thankful for friendship. It is easy to forget how much is mutually gained from good friendships and the exchange of ideas. I'm thankful for you, Rick, and others like you who share their creativity so freely. Creativity is unique to every individual. Therefore, it's my opinion that if you share your creativity, it is a wonderful selfless act. Lastly, I'd like to wish you and your American listeners a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for this wonderful show, Rick. Take care now. Thank you so much, Dan. It has been great to get to know you. So happy for you and your wife and your new little baby. And it's just so exciting to get to know people from all around the world. And 
you know, our cultures are just a little bit different, you with being in England and me in the United States, and it's fun to learn from you the different things, you know, and it's fun to share, uh, be able to pray for each other, and I'm just so grateful for your comments about my Stargazer CD and just all the different parody music. You're always very encouraging, and I appreciate that. So thank you, Nan. I am very thankful for you. Here's Sue. She has some great stuff to say. Hey, Rick, this is Sue, a spell tour on Twitter and just about everywhere else. I just wanted to send in an audio comment for your Thanksgiving show and uh, let you know last week I got stuck at work late on Tuesday night because my closing manager called out sick and it was a pretty slow night so I decided to catch up on some Taken with you. I had a bunch of programs to listen to, midweek boosters and the full shows from Sunday as well. So I made a quick playlist on my iPod. I listened to all of the midweek boosters first and then the Sunday programs, probably about five or six hours worth of content while I was doing uh, the closing shift. And I just really want to thank you for that because it was exactly what I needed to hear. I'm kind of in a way glad that I had to catch up because I left that night in a better mood than I had been in quite some time and they really picked me up. So I'm thankful for you, Rick, and the work that you do on this podcast, the work that you and your family put into it. And I'm also so thankful for all of the friends like you that I've made over the last year all really by way of treks and sci-fi, which is just an amazing thing. And uh, I know I talked a little bit in my email from a few weeks ago, but uh, in terms of thankfulness, I am so thankful for the medical knowledge that we as a society have today. And I'm thankful that it's so amazing that an organ can be removed from one person and put inside of another and it continues to function. Uh, transplantation is just so amazing. And I've learned so much about medicine and transplantation and how the body functions in this last year. And it's just, it's such a miracle. And I'm so thankful for the, our, as a society, our understanding of that. And, you know, the other everyday miracles, as we call them, nature and just the world around us, the stars, astronomy, the sun rising every day. And that, we understand these things and that we can study them and learn. And just science to me is such an amazing thing. And I'm so glad that we can understand that and learn more about these things. And it just reminds me of one of my favorite Bible verses recently is uh, Romans 120. And that's, in, I'm sure you know it, but for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that men are without excuse. And that's just, it's so profound to me. And I'm, I'm saying, I'm thankful for the amazing truth of the verse. It's, and it's so humbling, basically saying that someone doesn't have to be instructed in the Bible or have read the Bible or know the scripture, just look around you. And that's, you know, the proof of God's existence and the proof of his love. And it's just so amazing and probably most important in, in the Thanksgiving podcast is that I'm grateful for everything that God's done for me and for my family. I'm grateful for the scripture and his guidance and, of course, the salvation that we find in him. And now I've probably talked way too long. I wrote myself out a little bit of a script, so I didn't miss anything. And I think I got a little bit carried away. But I just want to say again, uh, thank you, Rick, for all the work you do on this podcast. You do an awesome job, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sue. You are so nice. It's been a lot of fun to get to know you too. And just, you have such a neat job and you have so many fun perspectives that you do on Twitter and, 
and on the Trex and Sci-Fi board. It's very, very fun. And let me play a comment that your dad sent in. Hi, my name is Lou, and I'm especially thankful this year because uh, God has worked a virtual miracle in my life. Uh, I received a kidney from my oldest daughter, and things are going just as expected. Uh, God is good and supplies all our needs, and I'm thankful to him. That is so cool that you got your dad to record a uh, message, and it's it was right here on the podcast. How cool is that? And you know, I prayed a lot for him uh, when he went in for the kidney transplant, and I just think it's so cool how God has really helped you guys out as a family and really brought a whole new lease on life for your dad, and uh, that is just fantastic. So I just want to say I'm thankful for you, Sue, and uh, thanks for uh, sending in a comment. I hope everybody was blessed by it. Hi, this is Rick Moyer. And I've got a brand new CD out to watch the stars with. It's called Stargazer. Take a listen to some of the songs. Three, two, one, zero. Launch commit. Liftoff. We have liftoff with Apollo 14. Three minutes past the hour. this 13-track CD or download it at takehimwithyou.com slash stargazer. Stargazer, a collection of songs to watch the stars with. Get your copy today. Hi, Rick. This is Meds. Uh, you sent me a message earlier on today to um, send you something regarding uh, uh, what I'm thankful thankful for. Um, and I'm at work at the moment, and I'm just uh, recording this on my phone, so hopefully you can play it back okay. Um, I suppose, like anyone, my, my first things that I would think of are the obvious. Uh, my, my wife, my, my baby, and my mum and dad and brother, my, my family. Um, yeah, I'm incredibly thankful for them. Uh, without those, uh, those people, I certainly wouldn't be as, as happy as I am. I got thinking again of other stuff, and uh, I suppose I have a great group of friends who I'm extremely thankful for. They're incredibly loyal. Uh, I love them all. Uh, some of them I've known since I was three, others, you know, 25 years ago, and others 10 years ago. And and, and also my, my friends I've met uh, online. I'm, I'm very close to a lot of them, and and uh, and I appreciate that, and I'm, I'm very thankful for them. After deep consideration and thinking, I suppose that the ultimate thing I'm thankful for is actually being here, being alive. Um, <clears throat> I had a the reason why I say that is uh, ten years ago. It's actually ten years to this month, um, ten years in November. Uh, I was attacked outside of a, a nightclub uh, for, after a night out. I had a, all I remember really is having a fantastic night out, um, really good night out actually. We'd had a few beers and all my friends were out and. And it was brilliant. It was absolutely awesome. We had a great night. And we, my my flatmate uh, left with me, and we we was going to get a taxi to come out. And and it was a rock club we was at. And um, you know, I came out, and there was about five lads, six lads outside arguing with the bouncers. They was all dressed in suits. It was quite clear that this was not a club really for them. You know, they were just there to cause trouble. And I, why I said it, I have no idea to this day. Um, I turned around and suggested they go to a club at the road, which is probably more for them. I, I said it nicely. I didn't say it in a bad way. 
they took it as I was sticking my nose in and shouldn't. Maybe I actually think about it, I, I should have just ignored it and got in a taxi. And one of them had a right go, and I retaliated a bit. And because I forgot that um, there were six of them and only one of me. And um, as to quote your Easter drama, they beat me to a pulp. I was beaten to a pulp, and uh, they used my head literally as a football. And uh, it was pretty bad. I had a cracked eye socket, um, cracked cheekbones, my jaw was misaligned, and. Uh, even now, 10 years on, I have uh, little feeling in my uh, right eyebrow. And uh, when it's cold, like it is at the moment, because I'm standing outside at work, my one side of my face really does hurt. And uh, uh, But there you go. And, and and that could have been a lot worse. It could have been, you know, uh, you see on news these days where people don't seem to have any respect for people and people are getting stabbed and beaten up and, you know, and killed over such petty little things. And... I look back at that, and apart from regretting never actually opening my mouth, um, ultimately I'm thankful that it wasn't worse. I'm thankful for the fact that I survived that. Uh, well, I say survived it. You know, as I say, nothing worse happened uh, because uh, I love my life, and it's, I'm just grateful to be here uh, more than anything. And with this year, that's, I suppose it's been quite a hard year for recession-wise, especially in manufacturing, what I do in the day. And of course, like everywhere, we've had people laid off, uh, and, and we've had all of our hours have been cut down, and it, it's, it's been quite a struggle. And the one thing that has annoyed me more than anything throughout this is people's lack of positive attitude, um, especially here. Um, you know, we have managers who haven't lost time, haven't lost hours, um, and you know, yes, we know things are bad. We know, you know well, they're not now actually; they're picking up very well. Like and the recession is over and, and stuff, but. You know, they, they're they more than happy to turn around and make you feel sad, that put you down. And I actually got into an argument with one of the, the top managers here last week when I turned around and in essence I told him to shut up because I said, look, at the end of the day, you've got all these people here. Every single one of them have been affected. Just saying something positive, just saying something encouraging can, can make you feel better and get more work out of people. You know, just to turn around and say, look, we know things are bad, but we'd like to thank you for doing a great job. You've all stuck at it. You've all stayed with us. Would make a lot of difference. And he, he didn't know what to say. And he, ultimately, the person I was arguing with is a very sad person. He's, he look, he's one of these people who always like to see the bad things in life. They always like to see, uh, you know, be depressed about stuff and be totally negative. And yeah, there are negative things in life. There's, there's always problems in life. And you got to get around it. And, and I said to him, just to turn around and say to people, you know, we're sure it's going to get better. Well done. You know, keep up the good work. And you'd find that people will, will work harder for you and they'll be thankful for their job. Um, whether he'll take that on, on board, probably not. He'll probably sack me next week. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, thanks for doing such a great podcast week. You, you're extremely encouraging. Uh, I said it the other day. I, I agreed with, with what Jen put on her Twitter page that... Uh, you are one of the kindest people I've ever I've ever known, and uh, I really do look forward to meeting you one day soon. Uh, take care, mate. I hope you get this okay. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Meds. You are great, and such a fun guy to get to know, and it's been so neat behind the scenes just talking back and forth and email and Skype and Twitter and all that jazz, and you've helped me out so many times. You and Jen have done uh, characters in my audio dramas and done voice acting for me, and I... So appreciate that. But moreover, I just appreciate your friendship and your encouragement and the fact that you would open up your life um, for me to be your friend. I appreciate that very, very much. And I get so much out of our relationship, and I appreciate that. 
so fun to um, to hear different perspectives from different people in different walks of life. It's just great. So thank you very much, Meds. You're you're great. I, I appreciate you and your wife and your new little baby. Isla is probably very, very cute. I like it, by the way, when you send me pictures of her because I think it's she's cool. But uh, I'm thankful for you. So thanks for sending that comment in. And I had no idea that you opened your mouth up and got beat up for it. Hmm, they do say that our greatest strength is also our greatest weakness. Mm. <laughs> Mouth shut, I think you better keep. Mm. Sorry, I just don't want you to get hurt again. <laughs> Meds plays Bob Cratchit on the upcoming Christmas Carol drama, and you are going to just love it. He's so, so cool. So much fun. Hi, Pastor Rick. It's Pauletta Hollister. I'm saying what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for my salvation in Christ. I'm thankful for my family and my um, children. I'm thankful for you and Amy. And I'm thankful for our military. And I want to wish the uh, Marines a happy birthday. And they've been fighting for us for 234 years now. And um, I'm just thankful today for everything God has blessed me with. You have a blessed day. Thank you, Pauletta. You too. I appreciate your family. You guys are a lot of fun, and it's uh, good to know you. I'm thankful for you too. Hello, my name is Curtis. And as I consider what I am thankful for this Thanksgiving, I realize that I could list a lot of things, a lot of what I have and can do. But when I boiled it all the way down, I came to this. I am thankful. Now, I know that may not sound complete, but when I consider that I have met people who, they have the new car, the big house, the LCD TV, that these are just things, and yet they are not thankful for them. I, on the other hand, have a 19-year-old television, 12-year-old automobiles, but it's just things. And what I am really thankful for is that I am thankful. So, I boil it down to that. I am thankful that I have a thankful heart. And I thank God for giving me a thankful heart. Thank you, Curtis. Curtis is a friend of mine from, wow, 22 years ago, maybe 23 now. And we used to work together in radio years and years ago. And I would do music, and he would do readings, and he's uh, he's an actor and writes. He's written a book, and the whole whole thing it's it's awesome. In fact, you can visit him over at his website. It's really cool. Over at uh, curtisklinger.org. That's uh, Curtis with a C and Klinger with a K. So curtisklinger.org, and uh, take a look look at his stuff. He's got a book out. Great author, great writer. A lot of fun. And it was so great to hear from you, Curtis. Thank you. I miss you. He lives far away in Denver. So I miss uh, getting to sit down and uh, chat with you and have some crazy discussions. But it was really fun to hook back up um, over the Internet. And uh, it's very, very cool. And I'm so glad you like the Stargazer CD. He gave me this wonderful card and uh, detailed what he felt about each one of the songs. And it was just very, very encouraging. I'll keep that for a long, long time. And when I'm discouraged, I'll just open it up and read that. So thanks, Curtis, for your thankful comments. Hi, Rick. This is Jeff from Canada. 
You posed a question on your podcast, what are we thankful for? I did some thinking about that and I've come up with this. First and foremost, I'm thankful for my family. Without their support, I probably would not have accomplished what I have so far in my life. When I was younger, I got off track, but they were kind of there to kind of get me back on track. At the time, I don't think I really appreciated that um, or probably was even really grateful for it, but looking back now, I'm very thankful that they kind of stuck with me and helped me kind of get back to being the person that I should be. I'm also thankful for where I live. I know that this is a big world with many great places to live, but I'm kind of happy living in Canada. I look around and there's so many places in this world where they live in such poor conditions. You know, there's so much violence and danger and strife in some parts of the world and, you know, people, they might not even make it through the day each day. It's just a miracle they do. So I'm very thankful that I'm able to live in a country that's free and I'm able to enjoy all that I can out of life living where I am. So I'm very thankful that God placed me where he did. Also, I'm very thankful for my friends, both near and far. I don't really have a large circle of friends, but the friends that I do have are very good friends and very close, so I'm very thankful for that. I'm also thankful for my wife. We just celebrated our five-year anniversary, and she's added so much to my life. I can't really uh, think of my life without her. Also, I was thinking a little bit more about what I was thankful. And I have to say, sometimes I've kind of been ungrateful or unthankful. I look around and I look at skills or gifts that other people have, and I wish I had those as well. I'm not really a very creative person, and I've always kind of wished I was. And it's, at times I've kind of felt kind of bad about that or, or down about that, that I wasn't very uh, creative. I've come to realize that I have skills in other areas, such as computers. I seem to have a gift to work with computers and also to kind of work on like web-based or internet-based web pages or applications, kind of things that actually even work in my job. I'm able to take that kind of skill and apply it into my own kind of personal life. I'll use an example of podcasting. I don't do as much podcasting as yourself, Rick, but I do run two podcasts, um, a racing podcast and then a collecting podcast, which um, I'm hoping in the new year, uh, once things get settled out in my life, I can uh, get on top of that again. Even though I'm not a very creative person, I do have a good um, solid nuts and bolts understanding of kind of getting a, a podcast up and, up and running. You know, I can build the websites and I can, you know, post the, the podcasts to the internet and, you know, I can figure that all out. And, you know, I, I go around and I look at different websites and, you know, you know, if there's things I want to do on my websites, I've got the skill to do that. And I've come to realize that I don't have the creative side of it, but God has kind of surrounded me with, you know, maybe creative people, you know, such as yourself. You know, you've helped me out in the past with uh, some of my podcasting stuff when it comes to the creative side. And I realized that, yeah, I don't have everything um, that I can do, but what I don't have in my life, what, what I can't do, things like making music or, or, or nice pictures or things like that, there's people around who can help me out with that and God has given me that and then my skill you know I can help other people out I have a friend who's starting up his podcast of its own and I'll be there to help him set up his website and things like that so I realized and I'm also thankful that God has been able to uh, provide people to me that can uh, help me in areas that I fall short on to end this off I'm just going to end off with a list of some other things I'm thankful in my life none very big 
or earth-shattering. I'm thankful for the following. Star Wars, Star Trek, pizza, my PVR, my Commander Gree helmet, heavy metal, auto racing, McDonald's, Tiger ice cream when I can find it, Lost, the four seasons that we have here up in Canada, Han Solo and Captain Kirk, Summer Blockbusters, Hasbro Astromex, Christmas Turkey Dinner, Snow Tires, Dim Sum, Star Wars Kubrick's, Ikea Shelves, Modern Movie Theaters, The National Hockey. Thank you, Jeff. You're so cool. You know, you are really, you know, I interviewed him on, on one of the Take Him With You shows uh, called What's Love Got To Do With It and had such a great time. Um, Jeff and I also met on the Treks and Sci-Fi Forum. He lives up in Canada, and we've had some really great times talking back and forth about our faith in God, about science fiction TV shows and movies and collectibles and all sorts of different things. And it's been so much fun to get to know him. We're looking forward. We're actually probably closer. I think um, I'm going to play a comment in a moment from a guy that I actually got to meet um, that lives in Oregon and came up and spent a couple of days with us at our house, and we gave him a big tour of the Northwest. It was fun. Um, uh, but I, I hopefully am going to meet up with Jeff as well because uh, Jeff and his wife don't live too far. Well, I mean, they, they're they just not too far from us, but far enough that it, it would— <laughs> You know, it takes a little effort, but uh, we're looking forward to getting together maybe this summer and hanging out. So, Jeff, thank you. I really appreciate your friendship. You have encouraged me so many times. And, you know, I want to say thank you, too, for being so faithful to support Amy and I in the podcast here. Uh, That means so much to us, and we really appreciate your prayers and your help every month. That's really cool of you. So thank you so much for that. I'm really, really grateful for your friendship and just the the um, encouragement and the comments back and forth that we get to bump different things off each other, and that's really very helpful. So I consider you a great friend. Thank you, Jeff. Hey, Rick. It's King Lisa or Tim from Oregon, and I thought I'd leave you a message and try this out. Um, you asked, what am I thankful for? Well... I'm thankful for quite a bit, for friends, for, you know, my job, my family, my house, my dog. Still not sure if I'm thankful for my cats. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Thankful for quite a lot of things. Thankful for God and thankful for friends like you, Rick. And uh, hope you're having a great day. And hopefully this comes out because I have no idea. Anyway, talk to you later. Bye. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> you're not sure about your cat, huh? I understand that. Uh, you know what they say about that, that uh, dogs meet you unconditionally and love you no matter what. Cats were worshipped back in Egypt, Egyptian times. And um, all these years later, they've never forgotten that. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. But anyway, Tim, I'm very thankful for your friendship as well. Appreciate the fact that you have been such a great um, helper uh, with the podcast and uh, partner with us. And and you are always very encouraging, and you always give me feedback. Great feedback, by the way. I really appreciate it. You're not afraid to tell me what you think. And I, I think that's awesome. So thanks for being a great friend, and it was really great to meet you this summer. When you came up and spent a couple of days with us, we had so much fun together. So that was awesome. Thanks, Tim. Hi, Rick. This is Angela. Thank you so much for your invitation to be included in this. Um, I am calling because I am obviously thankful for God's grace and his mercies, thankful for salvation in Jesus. I am thankful for my friends and my family. And 
those all are just good and wonderful things. And, and I just think about the scripture where God says, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And he says in everything. And sometimes it's really hard to be thankful in the things that are rough and difficult to go through. But even in those things, we know his grace is sufficient for every day. We know he is always there for us. And we know that there is a hope um, for us, that we're this this life is just passing, it's fleeting, but, you know, there is a hope for eternity for us with him, and, and that is just going to be awesome and incredible. And even this week, um, I called later than I planned because I've been sick all week, and I'm thinking, how can you be thankful for that? But really, I needed some rest, <laughs> and I am thankful for the uh, opportunity to get the much-needed rest and be recharged this week and, and ready for the task set before me. And I just think about, um, you know, all over the world there are people that, that have a lot less and are still so grateful and so just shine with the light of Jesus because they are grateful. And it's not about the things. It's not about um, their circumstances. It's about the hope that they have in Jesus. So I just want to wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving and thanks, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, Rick, and God bless you. Um, goodbye. Thank you so much, Angela. You are very encouraging to Amy and I. You read our newsletter every week, and oftentimes you'll make a little comment, and that really means a lot to us, and your family is a blessing. So thanks for uh, calling in. That was really cool. I hope you enjoy the podcast today, and I'm so grateful that you are thankful, and we are thankful for you. First Chronicles 16, verses 34 and 35. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, His love endures
the magic of Skype, I happen to have a recent friend and listener of the podcast named Marco. Hi, Marco. Hey, Rick. How are you today? I'm doing great. Why don't you introduce yourself, tell us where you're from, and then we'll get into the questions. Sure. Hey, everybody. My name is Marco. I am located here on the southeastern coast on a beautiful coastal island of North Carolina. Sometimes sunny North Carolina, not these last few days, though. Yeah, you got a little bit of the, the, the rain from the hurricane. We sure did, but that's okay. Well, um, let's talk a little bit about um, some of the stuff you've been through. Now, this is the Thanksgiving podcast, and we're, we're talking about maintaining a positive attitude and being thankful in our lives. And your, my, your, your name came to my mind when I started dealing with this whole subject of being thankful because you had a pretty tragic experience happen to you about five years ago. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, in the latter part of 2004, actually on Friday the 13th in November, I was diagnosed with stage 3C testicular cancer, um, which came to came you know as an extreme shock to myself and my wife and my family. Um, it just hit me with a ton of bricks, pretty much, and. After that, it just, everything kind of went downhill there. You know, I uh, kind of just thought everything was over and there was no hope. And, you know, I come to learn that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. Wow. What what was your initial reaction when you were diagnosed? It, it's hard. You know, I can still remember that. That's one thing I do remember. You know, it, you know they say good news. Was it bad news travels fast, I think? I, I'm not sure how it goes, but... <laughs> I had gone to the to the hospital. They told me that I had to go over to the hospital immediately to get an ultrasound. And we did that. And I could see the look on the girl's face that did it to me. And by the time I got home, the hospital was about 20 minutes from my home. Um, my mother-in-law was in my house. And she said the doctor had called. And I said to my wife, that can't be good news. So I called the doctor. And her exact words to me were, I'm sorry, Marco, you have cancer. Wow. And yeah, it was it was like the wind had been taken out of my lungs. I kind of went down to my knees and you know, I remember saying to my doctor at the time, my exact words were, you know, you just told me I'm going to die. And she just said she was sorry. And from there, boy, that was tough. That was a rough day. That was a day I won't ever forget, that's for sure. How long did it take you to gather your composure after that? Wow. That day was that day was tough. I mean, everything had moved so fast. What they had told me was that the cancer um, was was moving through my body, it had metastasized, meaning it had spread, and I needed to get this taken care of right away. So the next few days, that was a Friday, Tuesday, I was in surgery, so I was seeing all kinds of scans and, and all kinds of stuff. Um, it took me. It took me a few days to get my composure. Um, thank God I had plenty of people around me, my family members. Um, I remember being in the, in the hospital in the, in the room waiting to go into surgery, you know, and I looked up and my uncle had flown in from Oklahoma. My aunt came in from California. My mom was there and my wife, my in-laws. And I just thought to myself, my God, I'm the luckiest person in the world. All these people are here. I mean, you know, I'm in a terrible situation where all these people are here. They must really care about me. So wow. I think from there, I started to kind of turn the corner a little bit. You know, knowing I had such, you know, fantastic support. You know, that's, that's very important. 
So you go through the surgery, and then, of course, they say to you, all right, now we have to do some more follow-up stuff. And you had to do, what was it? Uh, yeah, what, what they do is they go through the surgery, and that's when they really tell you what's going on. They tell you that, you know, it's the stage of cancer it is, what type it is. And in, in my case, it had spread to my kidneys, up near my lungs. It was all through my abdomen, and it had spread all the way up to my left arm. Um, what happens when you have cancer, it, it goes in stages of how your body grows. It goes from your, your kidneys to your abdomen to your lungs and then to your brain, which I was spared that. Um, so they told me that news, and again, I was you know pretty much panicked. I mean, they tell you in a calm manner what's going on, and I remember my wife was there with me, and my initial reaction was just to walk out of the room. I just didn't want to hear it. You know, It was bad news, and I just didn't want to hear it. Sure. So they made an appointment with an oncologist and um, went to see the oncologist. And on the way there, I, I had a basically, I think I had an anxiety attack. I was driving with my wife. Um, so what I did was I called my uncle up in Oklahoma, who at the time is, and he still is, he's a minister. And we prayed. And I'll tell you, Rick, I, I went from being such, in such a state of panic and shock to being extremely calm. I walked into the cancer center, met with my oncologist. He told me what the plan was, and it was just, I just became calm. And I knew right there that I needed to uh, get a plan and, and, and get on with it. And that's what I started to do. You know, I still wasn't out of the woods as far as mentally being able to handle it. But, you know, that came a few days later, I believe. Going through this, what was, what did you need the most from your friends and your family when you were going through it's this? simple. Um, if there's anybody out there listening to this right now that is going through cancer or some, something like this, um, I wanted my friends to be around me all the time. I think people thought maybe, maybe he wants to be alone, maybe he doesn't want to be bothered. You know? um, don't think that because it was very important to me to, to, to set a normal pace and to try to keep my normal routine. So what I did was I made sure my friends came and see me. Um, I made sure if I was able to do it, go out to the movies and see something that was lighthearted and, you know, kind of take myself away. And um, that really means a lot. You know, um, at the time I was still working, I was still able to work. <clears throat> I, I would have a friend just call me up and say, hey, Marco, I was just thinking about you. you know, how are you doing? Or someone would come by and say, hey, man, I, you know, I came here to take you to lunch. Let's go out and have lunch. And that really... It's a great distraction, and it just it makes you feel loved and, and, and so much better. You know, and having your family there and just supporting you. You know, my wife, thank God, she was just she's amazing. Um, and just just people, I would get notes from people. Rick, you know, my cousin would send me a, a, a letter from California. Just hey, I'm just thinking about you. You know, I saw this card. I thought you'd like it. Or my dentist sent me a card. You know. Of all things, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking about you. You know, I heard you were you were down or you were ill or you know, some just little things like that just really pumps you up and makes you feel so much better. You know, it's very important that you have that support. So if anybody out there thinks that you know somebody wants to be left alone or you know maybe I shouldn't call because I'm bothering, do yourself a favor, make that phone call, reach out, you know, tell them that you care about them and, and that you're thinking about them, and it, it really makes all the difference in the world. That's great. That's excellent. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't send you an email about this, but um, what are some of the things that people should not do? 
I mean, because that's, you, that's you, very simple. You know, um, your mind is an amazing thing. And when, while I was sick, I met other people, you know, in the, in the cancer center that were going through different forms of cancer. And attitude is everything. If you have a really negative attitude, you know, then it's going to reflect on your illness. And I truly believe that because I saw it happen. Um, I, I think I told you, I alluded to the fact that, you know, I was kind of sequestered myself into a room in the house because at the time I was going through seven and a half hours of chemotherapy five days a week. Um, and then it would give me two days off and then I would do that again. Um, so I was, I was very ill. The chemotherapy was very harsh. But it was the attitude that you have to have. And I remember sitting in, in a room, and I'm a spiritual person. I read the Bible, I don't want to say every day, but maybe four or five times a week. Sure. And I remember reading the Bible and some passages, and it, just, it was just like a light switch that went off in my head. And I knew that I'm, not, I'm okay. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to just go through these treatments just to keep everybody else happy. I made a joke about it. You know, I told the oncologist, if you want me to do the chemo, I'll just. If that keeps you happy, I'll just do it. If it keeps my wife happy, then I know I'm fine. <laughs> and they all laughed at me. They said he's crazy, but it's 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 your positive attitude. You have to be, Rick. Like if someone asked you a simple question, like how are you doing today? Well, at the time, you know, I'd be feeling horrible, but I would say I feel fantastic. As a matter of fact, I feel so good it's illegal, and <laughs> I would just be like that. Never complain. Always grateful always just in an upbeat mood and that kind of kind of changed my understanding of how things were going around me um, you know there's a saying well, how's it go when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change so I just kind of just anybody asked me how are you doing I'm doing great never complained and it just worked miracles for me that and you know my faith in, in, in God and, and Jesus and all of that good stuff, it just got me through it. I mean, 100% just got me through it. I have no doubt. Where I, had, where I had been speaking with people that were going through cancer at the time, like me, and they had a totally different attitude, and they're not with us anymore. They had passed away. I mean, they just gave up. You know, they just, they lost all hope. They're very negative, you know, and it just, you can't be that way. You have to be positive and, and know that even if in the darkest winter, be things could be really bad right now but it will get better and it can get better you just have to have faith okay you you went through this whole process you did all the treatments the, right. ca the cancer's gone now and how has it changed your life as far as being thankful wow that, again that's another easy question I just keep it simple you know I told you I, I think you left about it. I said every day above ground is a good day and and I keep it like that. You know, if you don't have your health, you have nothing at all. So I'm thankful that I just, I wake up every day, the sun is shining, I have my beautiful family around me. I don't ever get angry about just little things, you know. You know, my wife is out today shopping for a washing machine. We had a big flood in the house and I, I laughed about it because I said, well, that's great. We get to get a nice new washing machine. And that's what you, <laughs> that's what you wanted. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to get upset about little stuff. Um, you know, I know some everybody nowadays has money issues and, and, and this and that, and, and there's people losing their jobs. But, you know, as long as you have your health, you have your family around you, there's always a way, you know, God provides you, you know, for you always. Um, I, I just wake up every day 
thankful and grateful for everything that I have. You know, as long as we're healthy and we have each other, you know, then we're, we're rich. You know, I, I know, I know you appreciate that, Rick. I, I'm sure you do. Definitely, definitely. So, in in essence, then the thing that tried to knock you out actually lifted you up. Yeah, it, it, it's it's funny. It, it changed me. It, it changed me from a completely different person. I mean, before I was sick, I was very driven. I'd say I was a workaholic, absolutely. Yeah. I cared more about work and spent more time at work than I should have. Um, didn't want to go on vacations. And then after this, it just kind of changed everything. Um, I lived in New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey. And I was on that rat race, you know, going crazy. You know, going to work, got to go to work, got to do this, got to make ends meet. And now I, I live in North Carolina. I live on an island. I'm looking at palm trees out my office window right now. Um, so life is good. You know, at, at the time, it, it, it might seem terrible and there's no hope, but, you know, life is good. I, I have no complaints at all. That's fantastic. I, I love your attitude, Marco. And, you know, little do you know, but uh, even your emails just to me, after listening to a couple of the episodes I've taken with you, are very encouraging and help somebody like me keep going too, which is, that's fantastic. It's great to have that kind of attitude. Yeah, it's 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 good, you know, and, and it rubs off on, on you, you know. I mean, if you have a good attitude, Rick, you know, it'll 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 rub off on other people. I mean, you, you're very upbeat, and, you know, and that rubs off on, on, on people, you know. Here, here's something that I do once in a while. I don't know if you've, you've ever done this. Where you live, Rick, is there any toll roads or anything? Do you ever go on a, across a bridge or something where you have to pay a toll? Well, I'm sure there's people that listen that have to do that, but around yeah. here it's pretty, pretty <laughs> rural. Been, I'm sorry to interrupt you. This is something I've been doing for a few years. If I, if I get on a toll road, I'll, I'll go through the toll, say if it's a dollar or something. I'll give the toll collector $5 or even $10 if I have it. And I'll say, the next nine people behind me, pay their toll. Do me a favor. Tell them, have a great day. <laughs> and they think I'm crazy, but do you know what? They do that. And then these nine or five people that are behind me, they get their toll paid for. And it gives them this great feeling. And then they tell somebody, and it just kind of spreads this whole, you know, wonderful feeling around and it's just you know just something i'd like to do once in a while that's that's very cool i do the same thing at the grocery store um, that's awesome i'll get i'll get behind somebody and and see what they're getting and and uh sometimes i'll just say hey put that on my bill and they just freak out <laughs> they think you're crazy yeah they do until you know until you just say hey god bless you have a great day not only do they walk out having feeling some hopefulness, you know, and stuff, but the checker, you know, at the grocery store goes, "Wow, that's that's really cool." And, cool. and there's and not a lot of people you, doing. Know, it. You must be just like me, but the feeling I get from it, oh my gosh, it just makes me feel wonderful. Just giving like that, just you know, it's awesome. It's just an awesome feeling. It really, know? it really is. There's nothing quite like it. Yeah, there, there really isn't. You know, it's just, it's amazing. So I'll have to try the grocery store then. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty fun. Of course, you have to be careful. Sometimes you get in line. If they got a whole bunch of groceries, you're in trouble. <laughs> yes, $175, please. <laughs> that would be tough. Well, okay, one, one last question for you before we sure. go. Um, if you had, I'll, I'm going to give you a couple minutes. And there's a person out there, and they're struggling. They're going through a rough time right now. It's Thanksgiving time. They're looking at the holidays. They're struggling. Maybe they don't have cancer, but maybe they're going through a financial problem, or, or maybe they're they're in an abuse situation, or whatever. Give us just your angle on what what could they do right now 
to feel a little bit better about life from Marco's point of view? Oh gosh, you, you just have to you have to focus on on the positive. You have to really change the way that you think. Um, you you wake up every day. I know when you when you get into this negative mode, you need to change the way that you think. You need to every morning when I wake up, I ask myself a question. This it's a simple question, and when you ask yourself questions, you know your brain will answer you back. When I get up, I wake up, my feet hit the ground. I say to myself. How can I make today a great day? That's the simple question I do. Just how can I make today a great day? And then my brain just starts saying, well, you can do this, you can do that. You need to really not focus on what's bad in your life. Otherwise, you wind up in kind of like Groundhog Day. You replay the days over and over and over again. And you, you want to avoid that pattern. You need to focus on what is positive in your life. No matter how bad it is, you know, financially or medical, you know, whatever's going on, there's, there's, there's a few things in there that are good. You know, you can have a, a wonderful family around you, you know, beautiful people that are just there for you. You need to focus on that and, you know, or reach out. You know, I've had times I've reached out to you, Rick, before. I mean, you know, I have days where I feel terrible. You know, it's, it's, it's terrible. But, you know, reach out, make a phone call. I've called up good friends of mine and said, hey, man, I'm, I'm having a bad day. I'm having a meltdown. You know, I just need to talk. And I know for myself, just speaking to somebody, getting that all off your chest, telling them how you feel, um, you feel wonderful. You know, you just you, you get good insight. You know, maybe someone will tell you something that will help you out, that will help you turn a corner and start in a better direction. I know that works for me. Um, you've given me some great advice, you know, and, and it just makes you feel good. That springboards you into a better attitude, and then you know you'll, you'll get out of that that funk that you're in right now. So that's that's kind of what I do. Great advice, Marco. Thank you. And I'll never forget. Uh, it was the other day I got this email from you, and all it said was "thank you." <laughs> and I wrote back, and I said, "For what? For what?" <laughs> I was just sitting there, and I thought some people. There was a couple people I sent a nice note to, and one I sent to you. I said. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's just doing a lot, and you know, and I and I, and I listen to his podcast, and I got I always get something good out of it. You know, you always get some. And I said, I'm gonna send him a note, but I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Thank you. <laughs> and that that was it. It was you know? it was great. I hope it made you feel good, but you know, it made it me did. feel good because you helped me out. Well, thank you. That was very very cool of you. Well, I hope everybody's really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit. Would you be willing to come back and do? A whole program with me um, sometime in January or February. Absolutely. Thank you much. Thank you, Rick. As always, it's nice speaking with you. Hi, this is Wendell. A lot of people have said that uh, the loss of my leg this year would be a tremendous catastrophe for them. But actually, I'm thankful for the amputation because if I hadn't lost my leg, uh, then the infection that was in my leg probably would have killed me. And I'm uh, very, very grateful to God to be alive uh, even without a leg as opposed to being dead with a leg. Uh, I think that being grateful for the things that we have as opposed to being sad about the things that we don't have is really a key part to happiness in life. And that's my thought on that. Thank you, Wendell. You have had such a great perspective and attitude through this whole thing. Wendell's my next-door neighbor, and... uh, he recently had his um, 
foot amputated, actually all the way up to his knee. And uh, it was a real trooper about the whole thing. And I'm just so proud of him. He just got back from the doctors yesterday. And uh, they they told, gave him some clean bill of health and said he's he's doing really well at recovery. And it won't be too long. And he'll be out and about. He's already been out and about. I think my son went to a car show with him the other day. And uh, he's just doing so much better. And I'm so happy about that. And Wendell, you're an inspiration. Thanks for uh, your friendship. And thanks for your perspective. Thanks for calling in to the show. Hi, Rick, and taking with you listeners, this is Alan from New Mexico. Just a thought on Thanksgiving here. The church I grew up in, this little small town in Nebraska, we used to do potlucks all the time. And usually it was this group of friends set together over here, and this group of friends set together over here. But at Thanksgiving time, we would put the tables in this big circle so everybody was sitting at basically the same table, and everybody was looking at everybody else. And it was the one time a year that we had uh, doctors and lawyers and bankers and undertakers all sitting together as one big family. And I kind of thought that in our day and age, we kind of have the Internet that does that for us. So what I'm thankful for is that we live in an age where everyone, in spite of differences we may have, can uh, come together around something like the uh, Take Him With You podcast and be one big family. So, thank you. Thank you, Alan. You're a great guy. I've had so much fun getting to know you as well, and uh, it's so funny. We, we, we talk on Facebook and back and forth on emails and stuff, and we have such similar backgrounds and likes and dislikes, and we've never actually met in person, but I'm looking forward to the day that I'll head on down to New Mexico and say hi to you and your family. That'll be fun. We'll do a little stargazing because you actually have beautiful view of the night sky there in New Mexico, nice and clear. And Of course, it isn't right now, but I hear that it's beautiful. You told me. So I can't wait to do that. That'd be very, very cool. Thank you. I'm very thankful for your friendship and thankful that you called in to the show. Thanks. Hi, I'm just calling to let you know what I'm thankful for. I can be heard on the instance as Daryl the tip giver, and I've done other things too. I guess I'm thankful for my wife and kids, all that normal stuff, and for having a roof over my head, that I have a job, I'm not on the street, I'm not living outside, I'm not under a cardboard box. Unlike 10% of the people, I have a job. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for just tons of stuff. I'm thankful for Twitter followers, and I'm thankful that the, all the podcast people around are happy to let me play in their playground. It, it's just wonderful getting to do that stuff. Uh, I guess, well, I'm just thankful for a billion things, but that's the main stuff, I think. All right. Have a good day. Have a great uh, Thanksgiving, whatever that holiday is coming up. Bye. Thanks, Daryl. That's awesome. Thanks for uh, calling in and telling us why you're thankful. You're a lot of fun. I enjoy your Twitters or your tweets or whatever you call them. It's fun. Thank you. I'm thankful for my loving family and being adopted. I'm thankful for my incredible family and my incredible God. I'm thankful for laughter. I don't know if I've ever had a voicemail full of laughter before. That was kind of nice. 
Well, I just wanted to say thank you so much for my special guest, Marco, uh, that was on the program today talking about uh, why he's thankful after going through a real rough patch in his life. Thank you to all of you that sent in your comments. Really made the show special and very, very cool. Well, we come to the part of the program where I would love to um, to uh, take communion with you. Now, let me just explain really quickly in a non-religious way because this isn't... Uh, we're not a big formal type of thing here. This isn't a church, even though uh, those of us that believe in God really are the church. That's how it all works, and that's what it really is all about. Um, basically, what communion is, is there was a there was a place in the Bible, and a couple of places that you can read about it, um, but where Jesus was having uh, dinner with his disciples, and uh, the guys that he hung out with and did ministry and different things with, and he broke bread, and he thanked, he thanked God, broke bread, and gave it to them and said, um, eat of this, this is my body broken for you. And then uh, took the cup, which was uh, most likely wine, and uh, they he said, this is my blood poured out for you, and uh, passed it around, and everybody took of it, and he did, said, do this in remembrance of me. So basically, communion is a symbol or a type and shadow of remembering what Jesus did for us. So when we take the bread and we eat it, we're remembering that Jesus' body was broken on the cross, and then when we drink the the wine or the grape juice or whatever you have, um, that is symbolizing the blood of Jesus that was shed for the remission of our sins so that our, the, so that, that all the junk and the bad stuff in our life isn't counted against us. Jesus took that upon himself by dying on the cross and shedding his blood. And of course, if you've listened to the podcast at all, you know that I talk all about how Jesus rose again from the dead and that he offers, a, offers eternal life to anyone that would receive him into their heart. So this is basically what we do. So if you would, just grab a piece of bread and something to drink. Uh, and let those be the ele- they call them the elements in church and stuff. But uh, you're on a podcast, so just grab something uh, bread to represent Jesus's body, and grab some juice or some wine or something for the uh, blood. And uh, let's do that. Let's just remember. I'm going to pray, and and we'll just go ahead and we'll eat and drink, and uh, and we'll remember with a heart of thanksgiving, and and just you know give praise to God for all that He's done. And then I got a special song I want to play, and then we'll be done. But uh, let's do that right now. Uh, Father, in Jesus' name, we just want to thank you for all that you have done for us and the life that you've given us. It hasn't always been easy, but it's been good. And we appreciate um, every day that we are above ground and we are breathing. We appreciate that, Lord. And right now, we just want to remember you. We get so busy in our lives that sometimes we don't remember to honor you. And so right now, we remember, um, Jesus, we remember your body broken for us on the cross, and we take this bread right now and we um, eat, uh, remembering your body broken for us. So go ahead and eat that bread. Okay, now, Lord, we thank you for your blood that was shed on the cross as well, that you would you would willingly give up your life so that we could have life, that we wouldn't have to spend eternity in hell, but we could be saved through your blood, through all of our sin and junk and all the things that we've messed up on. You, Lord, have washed that clean with your blood, and that is so awesome. So we take this drink right now, and we remember your blood that was shed for us, and we want to say thank you. Thank you for going to the cross for us. Thank you for being willing to shed your blood for us. Go ahead and and drink that.
All right now, Lord, thank you so much for all that you've done for us. We we want to celebrate this year and be thankful all year round, not just on one day, but every single day. We're just grateful and thankful for your love in our life. Thank you. We remember what you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Just want to let you know how thankful I am for you. Thank you for all of your encouragement and support to Amy and I. We appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is Keith Urban. Love this song. It's called Thank You, right here on Take Him With You. Where I was sure I wouldn't see the morning sun And there were days that seemed so dark I couldn't wait for night to come I couldn't stand to think about how my life used to be And how without a single warning It all slipped away from me Thought that I could fight the shadows on my own To the dark I was no stranger This was stronger than I'd known And by the time I knew that I was in too deep I'd gone too far And the light that used to guide me Had faded from my heart And I found myself in places I thought I'd never go Surrounded by strangers I was so far from home And I don't know how you found me All I know is I owe everything to you Yes, I do And I thank you for my heart I thank you for my life And I thank God for grace and mercy And that you became my wife for the first time The stars, the sun and moon They got nothing on the power Of this love I have for you And I thank you, I thank you mm. Now people say they'll stand beside you They swear they'll never leave But when the rain started falling you know it only fell on me And it was hard to keep believing in myself When all I felt was so much pain and guilt and shame I couldn't even ask for help I don't know if I believe in other lives But when you came There was something so familiar About the way you said my name And the whole world started turning And I swear that I'd been born again That you became my wife I'm seeing for the first time The stars, the sun and moon But they got nothing on the power Of this love I have for you
thank you for my life I thank God for grace and mercy And then you became my wife And I'm seeing for the first time The stars, the sun and moon But they got nothing on the power Of all this love I give to you And I thank you for my heart I thank you for my life I thank God for grace and mercy And that you became my wife The day I started breathing Was the day you took my hand Until the day I died Baby, I'll forever be your man And I thank you, I thank you Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is Rick Moyer saying have a great week. See you next week when we start the Scrooge Diaries. Take him with you. Copyright 2009. All rights reserved. For more information, visit takehimwithyou.com. I'm a television junkie. And the real world stumps me. I got a lot of problems. Why don't somebody solve them? Hello, this is... No, I was going to say this is Angela. <laughs> that wouldn't that work. That would be appropriate. No, because I'm not Angela. <laughs> and I'm not Jen. <laughs> and you're not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. No, you-, you would in fact be listening to Take Him With You with our good buddy Rick. Oh, let's do that. Okay. 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 Uh, go, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you do it first. Hi, this is Jen. No, no. Just say hello. This is not Jen. No, this is not Angela. And I say, this is not Jen. Okay. And then you say, you are not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. Okay. But when you're done listening to... Yeah, fill in the blank. That works. It's like magic. It is. magic. It's funny. Okay. Let's go with it. Okay. Okay. So then should I go first then, since I'm not Jen? Yeah. Okay. Hello, I'm not Jen. And I'm not Angela. And you are not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. You would, in fact, be listening to Take Him With You with our good buddy Rick. Rick! (laughs) When you're done, please come listen to the Anomaly Podcast at (laughs) A-N-O-M-A-L-Y-Podcast.com. It was like the best accidental promo ever! I know, it's what we're good at. Hello, my name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean, just type in Waffle On Podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Thank you. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumours as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. 
Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. Greetings, guildies. I'm Kenny. And I'm Jenny. After listening to Take Him With You, why don't you tune in to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series The Guild. Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending. Also, we'll be updating you on the current season. We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2. As well as having cast, crew, and fan interviews. So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild. Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com. Zaboo! (laughs) The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus, a Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Good evening, everybody. When you aren't listening to Take In With You with the multi-talented Mr. Moyer, then I'd be honoured if you could take a few minutes to check out my little show, Happy Times. If you have an iPod Touch or an iPhone, and if you love your applications but are feeling the pinch of the current economic climate, then this is the podcast for you. Each week I'll review a free or cheap application and spend a few minutes gassing on about why I like it or not. Buying apps over the air can be both addictive and expensive, so why not spend a few minutes a week listening to Appy Times, and I'll try to separate the wheat from the chaff. Just go to appytimes.podbean.com or search the iTunes store for Appy Times. That's A-P-P-Y-T-I-M-E-S. So come and share the Appy Times with me. Thank you. <laughs>